At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody, and welcome in. It is primetime action, Wednesday night edition from the South Point Sportsbook Studios here in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson. We've got Matt Brown on the desk, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Matt, great to actually be with you in a position where you're not able to throw water bottles over the top of the glass and at me as a producer. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how it goes. I haven't given this the full thumbs up yet, Ben, so we'll see, we'll see how this all works out. I get one, I get yeah. like one like half thumbs yeah. up right yeah. now. We're yeah. not, we'll see if we can get the two thumbs up. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll all see right. how it goes. I'm I mean, fine with that. So, so far, so good. You haven't messed I mean, anything it's, up it's yet. 40, it's 44 seconds. It would look a lot better on camera, though, if I just huck water bottles at him from back here. You know what I mean? You, usually, yeah. I'm always getting it back here, but I can just throw them at Ben. That, that could be a lot better. That would be... I, we can add new traditions. <laughs> we can add new... We got a whole summer. Time for new traditions uh, this summer. Well, we have a big show today. We'll talk a lot of PGA Tour. We have the Travelers Championship to handicap later on the, in the show. We'll still do our one-and-done and golf drafts, as is tradition on a Wednesday night. We'll talk hockey in just a little bit. Jake Hahn's going to join us before the top of the hour with that 8 o'clock Eastern puck drop in uh, the Lightning and Avalanche game, game number four. We'll talk some college baseball, some NBA draft with Vegas Refund whose real name we don't know, but that's kind of the point here, the, uh, the international man of mystery. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, but also a big baseball night uh, as well, Matt, as, as we now get into second day of summer, and uh, we're officially in the dog days of sports betting, which means we've got lots of baseball to talk about. couple of first pitches coming here momentarily, 7.05. Nationals and Orioles, Patrick Corbin and Tyler Wells. We've got Wells and the Orioles as minus 150 home favorites, plus 130 on Corbin and the Nationals as road underdogs. A flat nine your total there, Cubs and the Pirates, Keegan Thompson and Jared Eikhoff. Keegan Thompson and the Cubs are minus 140 road favorites. Eikhoff and the Pirates are plus 120. Home underdogs, a flat nine, and that one is your total as well. About five minutes after that at 7.10 Eastern, we got the Yankees and the Rays. Jordan Montgomery and Shane Baz. Shane Baz being a very highly regarded prospect there in that Rays system. Montgomery and the Yankees are minus 155 road favorites over Baz and the Rays, plus 135. If you want the home underdog, a flat seven, your total. 710, the Tigers and the Red Sox, Tariq Skubal, Michael Waka. Waka and the Red Sox are minus 140 home favorites. Skubal and the Tigers, plus 120 road underdogs, a flat eight, the total there, 720 Eastern. Giants and Braves, Carlos Rodon, Charlie Morton. Morton and the Braves, minus 140 favorites at home in this one over Rodon and the Giants, plus 120, 
if you want the road underdog, flat nine, the total there. Um, if you take a look at the, the lineup for the Giants, a little bit of a, a shakeup in that one if you're looking to bet them. Just make sure it looks good enough if you want to take the dog. Guardians and the Twins, Tristan McKenzie and Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray and the Twins are minus 155 home favorites, plus 135 on Tristan McKenzie and the Guardians as road underdogs. Eight the total. 810 Eastern, the Cardinals and the Brewers. Brewers are going with Eric Lauer, Cardinals with Adam Wainwright. Lauer and the Brewers are minus 120 home favorites. Even money on the Cardinals on the road and nine the total. 940 Eastern, the Mariners and the Athletics. You got George Kirby and Paul Blackburn. Kirby and the Mariners are minus 135 favorites on the road against the A's, and there are dozens of fans that will be there tonight. Blackburn and the A's plus 115, home underdogs a flat seven. The total, and then the final first pitch of the evening, 950 Eastern. Daniel Lynch and the Royals, Shohei Otani and the Angels. Otani and the Angels minus 210 home favorites, plus 180 on Lynch and the Royals as road underdogs. Eighth the total there. No Mike Trout in the lineup tonight for the Angels as they look to rebound off of a eight RBI performance from Shohei Ooh. last night that ended in a loss. So didn't really Classic matter. Game. Yes, didn't Classic didn't game. really matter in that one. We do have some <laughs> games that are in progress right now. Phillies and Rangers are in the eighth inning we've got uh bottom of the eighth with a leadoff batter up for texas in that one they're up four to two they are big uh 40 to one favorites on the money line in that one diamondbacks and padres this one's basically off the board padres are up 10 to three in the seventh on that one but we just we do have a couple that just got started dodgers and reds in the second inning scoreless between them you can get minus 140 on the dodgers plus 110 on the Reds, seven and a half the total, and then the Rockies and the Marlins. Rockies have an early one to nothing lead in that one. Uh, plus one twenty for the Rockies, so they're still the dog. Minus one fifty on Marlins, seven and a half the total there. And we'll talk a little more in depth on these four final games Matt was discussing because we have those starting at least the Guardians Twins, one of two first for second place divisional matchup starting at 740 Eastern. That Angels line, by the way, down from about minus 250 market wide with the Trout News. So a whole uh, whole 40 he's, cents of value. Which he's, is, he's, know, he's pretty good hitting the baseball. So yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> he's, he's, he's certainly, that. yeah, he's certainly, certainly worth that. If you're looking to play the hockey game tonight, it's a coin flip, 110 on both sides. So just uh, try and figure out which team you like better tonight and six is the total still so uh, even though all three of these games have gone over as Kelly said flown over flown over Matt I'm all on the over f- just flown yes. over the number of six even though a couple of them hit seven when yes I, but uh, when I talked to uh, Jay Conn <laughs> earlier today about uh, getting some of his bets for tonight I saw he was on the over I was like you're making me feel a lot better now because I might I might have gone on a slightly insane rant last night about uh, playing the over but yes I'm on the overnight at plus money I was gonna say if you look around there are one two three Three different shops out there offering plus money on the over. Uh, if you want the under, minus 115 looks like the best you're going to find on that. Wow. Last time I was hosting, Matt, Kelly Bidlin was just beginning to become an NHL betting true expert. And now, oh, here yeah, we are. that's right. I forgot. Remember, about you that. had that one rant. I don't even know what it was, but you hit it, and we we're like, Kelly's officially an expert. I don't remember what it was I either. I have literally no idea what that was. That was like three weeks ago. It wasn't but, even that yeah, long ago. It was not that remember. long ago. I think it was a team. Oh, you know, it was an Avalanche team total in a game where they scored like seven against that's the Oilers. That's what it was. Yeah. You're right. So after that, we're like, Kelly, you got to start making plays did, every day. Did, uh, was this before or after you had the series bet in in, in pocket there? Like, oh, this was before yeah, the series bet. It was, it was bet. like yeah. the first. Hey, man, if it, it could get tied up tonight, all right? The series bet could be back to looking, you know, halfway decent. We'll, we'll get Jake Hans' thoughts again in about 40 minutes or so. There's also the college baseball tonight. We have one team, Oklahoma, the Sooners, who are already through to the College World Series, the championship series which will start on Friday Uh, but we still have one other championship matchup to be determined because we've got uh, two teams about to get underway right now Arkansas and Ole Miss if you're thinking wait these teams just played it's because they did Ole Miss won 13 to 5 the other day against Arkansas Arkansas destroyed Auburn last night so this is a situation where Arkansas has to win back-to-back games against Ole Miss Ole Miss just needs to win either tonight or if they lose tonight they would need to win tomorrow in a winner-take-all game 
And the winner uh, goes to face off against Oklahoma in a best of three to decide the natty. And I'm seeing right now, Matt, looks like uh, this game is a, just about to get underway. Arkansas, Ole Miss. Ole Miss will go off here as about a $1.15 to $1.30 favorite. $1.15 at DraftKings. Uh, 12 or 12 and a half is your total. I did not play anything there. Kind of weird. And I mean, I know you, you follow this stuff somewhat, but it's hard to, it's weird handicapping the whole. One team's got to win two games versus yeah. the other team only has to win one game. So, like, I like Ole Miss more just to just to get to this championship series. If they were to lose tonight, they would be a bet for me tomorrow. But they're throwing one of their uh, their their subcategory starting pitchers. Whereas for Arkansas, you got to win, so they're throwing Con- Connor Nolan their ace tonight. Yeah, five to one Oklahoma over A and M earlier. Today, Oklahoma, pretty much one of the most, pretty much the hottest team outside of Ole Miss going in the country over the last kind of month and a half of the season. So Oklahoma really stringing together everything all at the right time here as they advance. And uh, I have a futures ticket on Arkansas. I would prefer right. Arkansas to go ahead and uh, get it done tonight as they get a leadoff double here to start the go. game. Yeah, that's a, that, 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 that's good. Not bad. Um, but yeah, I you know, like you said, it's it's very tough from a motivational factor here. They're starting a midweek guy as opposed to one of their one of their normal starters. And so, you know, I think they're trying to see if they can get lucky and get a win out of this, but yeah. it's not necessarily, I think, of high priority to them. Get the extra extra rest and, and go out there and, and put it together for one last yeah, game. Yeah, we're talking Ole Miss here. Derek Diamond near seven ERA. Meanwhile, Connor Nolan, the Friday night guy, starter ace for Arkansas, goes. Uh, and so we see Oklahoma, who is unseated. They are now already through. And Ole Miss, who was the last team in the tournament. Uh, but now here they are. They lead the country in a, a bajillion categories. Their relief pitching has given up, uh, what, one run over 40 innings, Matt? So I'd say that's mm-hmm. a pretty good Yeah, no, good I, absolutely. A couple of finals a little bit earlier today. The Astros just keep rolling. 43 and 25 now on the season. 5-3 winners over the Mets. And listen, it's going to take a lot for a DH to win the MVP. Jordan Alvarez, two more homers today for him. He has 21 on the season. He now has his average up to 315. So he's destroying the baseball and hitting for average. And, oh, by the way, he takes walks. He has a 406 OBP. As well. So this is one of those, this is not a swing and miss guy that, you know, you're okay with him hitting 240 as long as he hits home runs. This guy is one of the highest exit velocities in Major League Baseball and hits for average. Again, it's going to be tough, though they have been playing him a little bit more in the field Mm -hmm. of late. He did play in the field today, actually, in left field, but predominantly a... uh, a, a DH. So anyway, we'll keep a we'll keep an eye on that. But if he keeps destroying the ball like this, we're going to have to take him a little bit more seriously. And then the Jays, nine to five winners over the White Sox today. And Lucas Giolito is broken, like officially yeah. broken. This is about the fourth start out of the last five for him, in which he's gotten lit up. He only goes he goes five innings, gives up eleven hits, seven earned, and only strikes out three again. This is one of the highest K rate guys from the last couple of seasons in Giolito. Um, lots, lots to figure out with him. I don't know if he's pitching with some sort of injury. I don't know if uh, we're going to find out that he's about to head to the IL, whatever it might be. And then Ross Stripling, the, the Blue Jays have moved out, out of the bullpen into that starting rotation for them. Six innings, five hits, only one earned. He strikes out five along the way. Clearly the key there was the Blue Jays hitting coach getting himself run before the yes. game even started. Yes. Obviously, like that's After a- the worst umpired yes. game apparently of the last decade <laughs> last night. Where the White Sox yes. were given an extra two runs apparently yeah. by, the, by the home plate umpire in that game. Uh, We have a bunch of headlines to talk about. We've got some interesting golf headlines to discuss, and we're going to discuss those along with the hockey game coming up. Wes Reynolds, our guy, he joins us right after this. we got a big show on tap. We're just getting started. It is primetime action on a Wednesday night from our South Point Sportsbook Studios here in Las Vegas from VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. 
You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. We're back on primetime action. Just getting rolling on your Wednesday from Las Vegas, our South Point Sportsbook Studios, back alongside Matt Brown. I'm Ben Wilson. We've got our man Wes Reynolds ready to go, the jack of all trades host. An analyst here at VEASAN. You catch him on Long Shots as well. Uh, his write-up was just published uh, today in Point Spread Weekly on the Travelers Championship, which we'll get into here in just a moment. First off, West, we got this hockey game, and apparently the guys joining me on the show now are uh, especially Kelly. Uh, all of a sudden, hockey experts here. But we need you to weigh in on this. Uh, with, with I know you've been betting this game by game here, game four tonight. Let's just start there with Avalanche and Lightning. Any thoughts you've got pregame and any, uh, any pregame dispositions you're going to be on here? Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. But we do have some injury updates on this game, by the way. Kucherov this morning, he was given the go by John Cooper, so he's going to go for Tampa Bay. But Braden Point is not. I think that that could absolutely affect their power play. Didn't really do so much in game three, but he does run the point, no pun intended, on the power play. So he's going to be out. Looks like we're going to see Nazim Kadri for the first time since game three of the Western Conference Finals uh, after he got knocked out with that broken thumb, that Evander Kane cross-check that really switched the momentum of that game and really that series kind of put Edmonton pretty much out of it. So Kadri is going to go. And I think, you know, you're going to see maybe some late money the over because it's like, okay, Kadri's one of their big scorers. So that's only going to help them offensively. But I'm going to go one more time and then I'm going to wave the white flag if it doesn't emerge here. I do like the under in this game. Uh, I think the lowest in the market right now might be like minus $1.20. You're seeing close to $1.30 at some places. So I'm going to go with the under here and I do like the abs in this spot. I said at the beginning of the series, I thought the Avs were going to win 4-2 in this series. And look, credit Tampa Bay, and they've been great on home ice now, 14-1 and in the playoffs. But I just thought, okay, we're coming home, backs against the wall, maximum effort, and that's what you absolutely saw on Monday. Even though Colorado really dominated the play in the third period now, unfortunately for them, they were out of the game. But it shows that they can still push the pressure a little bit. So I'm going Colorado and under tonight for game four. So, Wes, are you holding on to that 4-2 to two then, or do you think it's it's more of a 4-1 type deal because the Avalanche, if they do get it done tonight, would be heading back to Colorado there for Game 5? I mean, that's the most logical and probably the most uh, you know likely of the outcomes, Matt, in terms of, of being 4-1 to one, considering how Tampa Bay played in the first two games. But I think maybe some of that, maybe the altitude did play more of a factor than we think because Tampa Bay, obviously, not a regular visitor there to Colorado. It's not like they're a Western Conference team that's going to play there two or three times a year. So, you know, got their legs under them. And look, Tampa Bay has been slow starters in these playoffs, at least if you look at these finals. They lost two in the Garden to the Rangers right away. So I would expect, even if they lose tonight 3-1, to one, 
you'd get, and they go down 3-1, I should say, you'd get a really good effort. So I still think it's going to be Colorado 4-2. And just as far as your official plays, you're West. So Avs minus 102. You have under six at, uh, at minus a buck 15. And just seeing in the market right now, uh, you can still get minus 20s here on, on the under here. And uh, still seeing a number of shops or Avalanche. I'm seeing at least uh, behind us at South Point as low as minus 106. DraftKings at a dollar ten, so uh, good stuff on that. Best of luck with that uh, with that game tonight. We'll have more discussion on that here on the show a little bit later. Do want to transition to golf as well because I mean, my goodness, we have we have a lot to get to, and some we'll get to some of the late breaking injury news as well. Sung J M, the latest to withdraw from the Travelers, that just happening here a few minutes ago. But uh, just in general here, Wes, you have the announcement today by the RNA that the players competing in the Live Tour, like they're good to go. They they're they're still going to be exempt to play in the Open Championship coming up next month. We. See Brooks Kepka make his announcement official heading to the Live Tour after Abraham Answer made his announcement yesterday. So you, you add in those factors, you take away a couple of guys, Justin Thomas, uh, Justin Thomas already withdrawing, now Sung J.M. I mean, just how a diluted of a field do you believe this will end up being with the Travelers? There's still a lot of good, good quality golfers in the mix here, but how do you feel like the books, are, like is the pricing accurate based on now some of these big names being out here? And, and how do you expect that to overall impact the guys right at the top of the board? Yeah, I think, uh, look, the the shortened guys have already been priced as such, I think, with JT's withdrawal. But you mentioned Sun JM. That actually just came out about 20 minutes ago. And now when everybody withdraws from a tournament, it's like, okay, they're, they're going to the live tour. Sun JM would actually be on the surface one of the last guys, I would think, because I'm like, that dude's going to be bored out of his mind playing eight times a year. He plays like every week, hardly ever takes <laughs> so a, a week good off. So. I got to think that there's maybe something to that or some kind of injury or some kind of illness. I mean, we never really know. We get more and more names, it seems like, added by the week. But, yeah, you still got a really good field here, even without JT. You got four of the top ten in the world with Rory and Scheffler and Cantlay and Sam Burns. And, you know, a little bit, you know, some strength, I think, in the middle of the field. That's kind of where I attacked a little bit, even though I played Patrick Cantlay at 15-1, to simply because of the chalky guys, I thought he had the best record here. Remember, he shot 60 here at an amateur when he was still a student at UCLA back in 2011. But I think there's some good players in the middle of the board that really make a lot of sense. Keegan Bradley, certainly one of them, had a home game last week at the U.S. Open, was obviously very pumped up to finish T7 because that gets him in the U.S. Open for next year. So that's one less thing for him to think about. And look, he's back in the top 50 in the world after he finished almost out almost like 100 at the end of last year. I think he was in the 90s in his world ranking, but now in the top 50 again. So he's got some confidence. Joaquin Neiman, I thought played a little bit better in his result last week. And this is a guy really good in terms of strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained around the green in the top six in this wins, this week's field, rather. And also strokes gained par four, 400 to 450 yards. Eight of the 12 par fours here are of that length. So you're going to want those guys that, you know, short par four, they could club down a little off the tee, but still take, you know, basically a wedge into the green. So I thought Neiman really fit in that regard. And then uh, some guys obviously down the board in 50 or 60 that have very good history here, like Leishman and like Brendan Steele. Wes, we typically, when we look at these golf tournaments, are, are trying to kind of profile the type of golfer that we're, we're looking for. I'm curious if you came up with the same conclusion I did, which was I couldn't really profile a typical type of golfer for, for this tournament. I mean, if you look at the past history here, it has been bombers that have won in guys like Bubba Watson, and then you've got guys that are just hit fairways and, and, and get close to the pin as much as possible. So I really didn't have any sort of, you know, air quote here, profile type of golfer for me in this one did you end up landing on that as you were whittling this down or was this was this kind of like me where it was like ah you know which whichever guy kind of fit the model yeah and and matt i think this is kind of a relatively difficult tournament to model mm -hmm. because of that because you don't have a real prototype that's won here we've seen dj win here two years ago Bubba Watson has won here three times, uh, not in the field this week because of the injury rehab. But we've also seen Jordan Spieth and Ken Duke and Chez Reeve, guys that are a little bit more plotters in terms of uh, with their irons, not particularly long off the tee. And then sometimes it just comes down to something that, 
you can't always model really from week to week, and that's putting. You get a Kevin Streelman that makes like six straight birdies on the back nine to go ahead and steal the tournament on Sunday back in 2014 when he was 150 to one shot. So in terms of like, you know, stats, I basically I looked off the tee and off the tee sometimes has a distance bias. But you see some accuracy guys up there, too, that aren't necessarily bombers approach. I think when in doubt, you always go with approach and that's going to lead you at least to somewhat positive. And then I talked about uh, the par fours, 400 to 450. I looked a little bit at proximity, uh, 150 to 175. The average approach shot to this gr- these greens are going to be about a little over 150 yards. So you're looking, you know, you're looking wedges pretty much for these guys. So that's what I put in uh, my personal model this week. And then birdie or better gained. It's going to be interesting with the weather because they have gotten some decent rain up there in Hartford and all over Connecticut this week. So I wonder if this course is going to be softer than usual because usually the winning score is going to be about mid-teens, but we might be approaching 20 under if this course is as soft as everybody says it's going to be. Wes, as far as matchups, and it's interesting talking about how trying to blend the, the modeling here with your general feel for this course. Like Sam Burns is a guy who uh, who checks a lot of boxes, at least with some of these statistical profiles we were just talking about, but I know you're going against him in a, in a matchup this week. Uh, tell us about those, and I know you've got uh, three different ones this week here, one of which Spieth over Burns. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously tough to go against Burns. I think Burns is a big-time player. It's only a matter of time before he wins, you know, a big event like the Players or a Major or WGC, something like that. But I do like Spieth's record here, and Spieth is pretty good on Pete Dyes. Remember, he missed the cut at the Masters where he has just an impeccable record, and then the next week goes to a Pete Dye course down at Harbortown for the RBC Heritage and beats Patrick Cantlay in that playoff. So Spieth has the ability to rebound, and he didn't miss the cut last week, but he was obviously well down the board, kind of middle of the pack. Uh, I also went against Rory with Cantlay. Cantlay has pretty good history here, and plus Rory, I just wonder how much if he's going to like be worn out at some point Mm -hmm. obviously winning in Canada being in the mix at the U.S. Open and also you know kind of being the flag bearer really the standard bearer for the PGA Tour in this fight with Liv Golf so you wonder if he kind of hits a wall in in a tournament down the stretch here and it might be this week. As always give him a follow at Wes Reynolds one check out his full write-up this week in Point Spread Weekly. Wes as always thanks for the time my friend we'll talk soon. Thanks, fellas. All right. We've got more baseball to discuss next. couple of top two teams in their respective divisions squaring off. Also, an update. we got a homer in the College World Series. We'll discuss next as we roll on. It is primetime action here from VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter, 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. As we're back on primetime action, thanks again to Wes Reynolds for joining us. We'll have more golf conversation later with the Travelers Championship, including our draft one and done. My first foray, Matt Brown, into the PTA golf draft, in which I fully expect to uh, take down the man here on the desk who has had so much success. So not, I, hope not, you're, I hope you're ready. Not happening. Not Arkansas happening. with okay. a 1-0 lead here over Ole Miss. Solo, <laughs> quick dismissal. Solo Jack uh, for <laughs> Arkansas. They also have a guy on first right now. Uh, they, they uh, Ole Miss actually dodged a leadoff double there in the first inning by Arkansas and, and stranded the guy at second base, but can't strand a guy when he clears the fence. Ben. That's hard. Yes, that's, yeah, hard, last time hard, I checked. hard to do. He cleared the fence, do. and so uh, he was able to score unimpeded. So uh, one nothing there, Arkansas, Ole Miss, top of the second inning. And for those of you into betting on the yes run first innings, we've had a couple of those. Uh, Javi Baez, thanks for, thanks for contributing. Welcome to the Detroit Tigers on June 22nd. He's had a horrific first season in Detroit, but he hits a two-run homer uh, as it's a great start off of, uh, uh, at least in this case, off of the starting pitcher Michael Walker. As the Tigers are out to a 2 nothing lead there, that's the top of the second. Tigers scoring in the first inning there. And then the Patrick Corbin disaster continues on the mound for the Nationals. He gives up a first inning run uh, to the Orioles. And so it's uh, Tyler Wells in Baltimore already up one zip. 
going to the bottom of the first. Uh, we, Matt and I also, in addition to our conversation about this golf draft, we, we will be having an off-air uh, pickleball challenge. So yes, we're going to have that as well. well. That, yeah, that, is, that is a real be, side bet. That'll be wanna... some, yes, that'll be something to, to uh, update yeah. throughout the course we will. Don't worry. Of, of the summer. Um, <laughs> that, the Padres there, 10-3 to 3 of the Diamondbacks, but I think the story here for the Padres more than anything is, is Mike Clevenger started for them and, and gave them four innings, and you say only four innings, but he, he threw 81 pitches, so it wasn't like he got pulled you know, because they had an inning cap on him or anything like that. He got to 81 pitches. Uh, Clevenger, four innings, four hits against him, struck out three, only one earned run against him. Of course, this Padres team with Musgrove, he's on the IL right now because of COVID, but uh, it's not a not a physical injury with him. So now with Musgrove, you get Darvish there as a solid kind of 1B to the 1A, and if Clevenger can get anywhere close to where Clevenger used to be, again, Tatis, you assume, is going to be back somewhere down the line. Machado, it seems they at least avoided the worst of it with him. I still think he probably ends up on the IL, but I'm not a doctor. Never spent one minute in medical school, not once. But Good to I, know. Okay. you know, but you've got you got him playing the way he's playing. Yurikson Profar has just been, I mean, one of the, he was a super huge prospect. Never lived up to to any of the hype. And he gets to San Diego and has started just putting it together for them. I mean, he's hitting 255. He's got a 353 OBP. He's four for four today in this game, actually, uh, against the Diamondbacks. And so, I mean, Luke Voigt's coming around for them. Remember, just two years ago, Luke Voigt led all the major leagues in homers. You know, so I mean, like, this is a team here that I think is sneaky under the radar. We've had a couple of guests on the show that were saying, ah, I think this Padres is a, is a fade. This Padres team's a fade. I kind of feel the opposite here, especially, again, if you get Clevenger pitching even at 85% of what he used to be, when you have those two guys up top, you're going to get Tatis back. Machado's playing the way he's playing. Profar, Voight starting to get hot for this team as well. It's pretty interesting to me what they might be able to pull off. And you look, too, and tied with the Dodgers right now for the NL Central lead. I've felt all along, like, just the upgrade from Jace Tingler, who I felt like, Matt, was the biggest Mm -hmm. fraud of a manager we had in the major leagues last year. Going to Bob Melvin now with, what, 20 years of big league managerial experience – like I, I get people, people don't want to bet the NOS divisional market just because they're like when it's a division like that where mm-hmm. it's it's Dodgers, it's stacked, and it's like you, do you really want to bet that at a plus two fifteen number? Even though I don't hate that price whatsoever, yeah. six to one is totally fair, and them to win the pennant with the, with the talent they have, and now with a legit manager there and the pitching depth too that we've seen out of them, like that's a bet I don't hate at all right now. If we're if we're kind of taking a step back here and saying oh, what what futures do we want here and, in mid June, and as and as good as they've been, what it does is it allows them additional rope to okay. You don't have to hurry Machado back. You don't have to hurry Tatis back. Like these are things here with 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 the record that they've got right now, with what they've been able to put together so far this season. It's given them the luxury of making sure that Tatis, that that you know whatever ends up happening with Machado's ankle here and stuff like that is is completely and 100 percent healthy before you put them back in the lineup. So I don't know, man. I, a lot of people were bearish on on the Padres moving forward, and I'm I'm kind of of the the opposite mind here. I think they've been, I think what they've done so far with what they've had and what they've had in front of them, I actually think is is pretty impressive. And I think it's actually something they can sustain. No, I'm, I'm totally with yeah. you. Yeah. And even, to, I mean, to even taking a flyer on the, the Giants, like like on just a division standpoint, because I think the division, any of three teams could still win that pretty mm-hmm. easily. To me, Padres might be the best equipped, given some of the Dodgers' lack of depth issues, to actually make a deep run in the postseason. It's just you're going through the wild card, so that's always going to be an issue. But, you know, that that's right there. Yeah, and, I mean, we've got this, this Dodgers team that, again, yes, the bats are – absurd but mm-hmm. this pitching staff look man we've seen Kershaw on and off the IL we've seen some some injury stuff Gonsolin certainly has not been the epitome of health since he's been uh, up in the majors he's getting uh, rocked tonight by the way yeah. three runs early against the Reds and and so I mean there is it's not like this Dodgers rotation is that rotation where we look at it and we just say like oh yeah lockdown absolutely unbelievably awesome yeah Don, uh, Gonsolin and, and Tyler Anderson who have both pitched very very well considering their Mm-hmm. A, injury history, and B, struggling performances of past years. See how that will continue here uh, going forward. We do have a couple games tonight that are that are about to start in the next half hour or so, featuring teams at the top of their respective divisions, and we, it allows us to A, preview these games, and also just give some of the divisional thoughts here as well. So you look AL Central, where the White Sox, it's funny, we, we keep waiting, Matt, to get to a point where it's like, like, at what point do you have to take the White Sox in this division? I saw Circa drop them to plus 154 today. And then they lose again. I'm sure that number will continue to fall. I'm really tempted in, in looking at them. They're three and a half games out right now. Of these two teams who are tied for the top of the division there in the AL Central, Guardians and Twins, 
Twins blew a two-run lead late last night. Guardians win in 11 innings, and it's now Tristan McKenzie who goes to the mound for the Guardians. Sonny Gray for the Twins. Gray about a dollar fifty-five favorite at DraftKings. Total of eight. Uh, first off, as, as far as this game goes, what do you think about uh, the matchup here? Especially, we just saw both of these bullpens go very, very deep, having to go all the way to that 11th last night, and obviously it was very much an adventure there for the Twins. Yeah, you can find a 140 on the Guardians if you want to go that direction, and as you mentioned, 155 about the best number you're going to find on Minnesota out there, rest of country. Uh, Listen, I kind of like this Guardians team, to be honest with you. I mean, I've seen, from what I've seen from them so far, one, they have arguably a top five player in baseball and maybe not even arguably in Jose Ramirez. I mean, listen, I know that there's an argument to be made for Shohei and Trout and Judge, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, we can we could talk in circles all day long, but as far as a guy that does it all, hits for average, hits for extra base hits, also has power and, and steals bases and uh, you just don't see a ton of that anymore, and, and Jose Ramirez does all of that. He's got eleven. He's got eleven bags on the year already as well. I mean, this is just something you don't see from a guy that hits with as much power and, and as much average and stuff as, as Jose Ramirez does. I'm pretty. I'm kind of more bullish on this team, I think, than a lot of people are. Um, now they're going to have to continue to rely on some of these younger, unproven dudes to. Uh, continue to produce for them, which may not be sustainable long-term for them. The other thing is, is if they find themselves as really in contention here, do they find themselves as buyers, right? I mean, that's one of the things here. I think that there was a lot of people maybe entering the season that were pretty bearish on the Guardians because they thought that they would be sellers come the trade deadline. But the way that this team has played so far, I don't know if they don't look at this and say, man, maybe we're only a bat here away from being able to actually really and truly compete here. If you look at the White Sox, Eloy Jimenez is still not back for this team. He had to be shut. He's been shut down twice already in this re in these rehab assignments that they've got going on. Of course, they they have the luxury of being extra cautious. The lineup is is pretty good for the White Sox, but um, you know, there's no guarantee he's gonna come back, and certainly no guarantee he's gonna come mm-hmm. back and be anything what he was before he got injured. With all of this. Now, Luis Robert has certainly lived up to expectations for them and has been every bit as good as advertised, but there's been a lot of other guys in that lineup. Grandal has been absolutely horrible. Mankata has been absolutely horrible for them. So, uh, unless there's a big, big turnaround from that standpoint, you know, this White Sox team, I don't think, and we just mentioned Giolito has been horrible yep. for them as well from, from uh, a pitching standpoint. So, I don't know. I, I was I really really liked them coming into the season, and I'm less I like them less now than I did coming into the, the season. The one saving grace is it's the softest strength of schedule going yeah. forward. But you know, well, how far does that go? Neutralize that with Larusa being the manager. And that is yeah, a very yeah. fair. So neutralize point. that with Larusa <laughs> being the manager, and then yeah, exactly. so. yeah and as, at least as far as so for tonight for McKenzie and the Guardians, because Tristan McKenzie, one of those guys you just talked about, mm-hmm. a young pitcher who's done a, a tremendous job after struggling to a near five ERA last year, two ninety six ERA, but an expected fielding independent pitching of four. 46, 197 BAPIP, and you kind of have to worry a little bit about that when you see some of those signs of regression going to Minnesota tonight in a very solid offensive lineup. Given the uh, No way I'd want to play this full game given the bullpen issues from uh, from last night. Maybe take a piece of first five uh, twins around 150, maybe, but I don't have an official play. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to play this one as it sits right now, but certainly something I'm interested in yeah. because, I mean, this Guardians team, you, you know, they – they take a couple from the Twins here, and I know, I know it's still early, but I mean, it's you take a couple from Twins here, it can certainly help down. I don't line. expect them to like yeah. totally fall off. They're mm-hmm. a totally reasonable team. That game about to get underway here in a couple of minutes. We'll discuss later on. Uh, we have the 8-10 Eastern first pitch, Cardinals and Brewers. We'll talk NL Central here at the top of our next hour. But up next, we go out to our guy Jake Hahn, get his thoughts on the Stanley Cup final game number four. That is coming up next here on Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. 
That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB plays, NFL offseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Rookie. Sign up now. Rookie. At VEASAN.com. Rookie. Slash. It's fine. Summer. We'll fill you in, Ben. We'll fill you in. I need to be initiated. Yeah, it's fine. His Canadian currency. You're forgetting. Which is? It's twenty four sixty three Canadian, but you missed the the Q. There's a Q in the in the read there, but it's, it's fine. Oh, I'm looking it's at fine. my thing and yeah, I don't, I'm just yeah. there's no Yeah. Oh, fine. I didn't get the I didn't get it's the fine. primetime action yeah. specific. Yeah, um, I didn't give you the one that says pause for yeah. Matt's uh currency exchange. Sorry. The pause for yeah. It's okay. We'll, we'll get this all figured me, out. Man. It's on me, man. No, 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 no. That, that, We got the whole me. summer. It's fine. We got the yeah. <laughs> whole summer. We got the whole Says the guy who then is leaving town We got the whole summer. Before we bring on Jay Conn, Kelly, Kel, you got anything on uh, any action here tonight on this uh, hockey game? I'm on the over, man. I'm dead. Oh, and plus money over six? Let's go. I'm on the over. <laughs> and it's more fun to root for goals and socks. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah goals, yeah. saw, and I see uh, Chet Holmgren. Yeah, we're about to bring, bring on Jake. I may have consulted with him a little bit, but you yeah, may or I already may not put the have. Bet in, so I just really needed his confirmation. Okay, I'll be in. I'll be in Canada later this summer, Matt. So I'll have to. I'll have. To, I'll hit you up when I'm going just to get the latest currency. You're gonna uh, no. You'll hit Jacob, and you'll go well, and have. You know, you'll go have poutine and ketchup chips with him. Sure. Yeah. That sounds like a. That sounds like. A, I mean, I would love to do yeah. that. Uh, I don't know where Jake is at, but let's let's bring him on. We can ask him. He's Jake Hahn, co-host of the uh, Points and Fantasy Hockey Show on the Sirius XM NHL uh, Radio, host of Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets as well. May, Mayo Media Network, and you follow him at Jahan Four on the Twitter machine. All right, Jake. So where are you at, by the way, in uh, in Canada? I'll be in lovely Montreal uh, later this summer. I'm in Toronto right now. That's where I live, but I love Montreal. Always try to get there at least uh, at least once per summer. It's a great summer destination. So I, I hope you have a lot of fun there. Thank you. Try to right. stay I uh, I discovered the beaver tail last time I was in Toronto. Matt, that is Ooh. one of the greatest Canadian delicacies there. It, that's a dessert. It's not an actual. Don't you give me Montreal's the coldest place I've ever been in my whole life. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. It's the summer. It's the coldest yeah, place I've ever been in my whole okay. life. Home. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to there, summer. There right? was a UFC up there that I had, that I was at, and um, it didn't I didn't well. leave the hotel except to go to the arena and then come and come back. I racked up like the biggest room service bill ever in that, <laughs> that hotel because I refused to go outside. It was so cold. 
Well, I'm not making that same mistake, yeah. Matt, all right? Uh, and, and here we are. Yeah, so I'm thinking Beaver Tales, Toronto, lovely, lovely uh, city as well to also to go to in the summer. Uh, I know you've, you've been watching very closely every single game here, Stanley Cup uh, final in, in this spot. Uh, for game four here, the big discussion, at least coming in here, would, would we see Darcy Kemper again in net for the Avalanche? He is going to go. We discussed earlier in the show some of the injury concerns as well for both of these teams. Uh, how do you view the Avs here with Kemper once again in net after that very shaky outing in game three? Oh, it was certainly shaky, and I think that that was the weakness for Colorado going into this series. And Tampa finally found a way to exploit it. They did not test Colorado's goaltending at all in games one and two, maybe a little bit in game one, and we did see them score a few goals and have some success. They didn't test it at all in game two, and they finally broke through and had some quality chances in game three, and we saw the result of it. The Avs struggled in, in the goaltending department, so I'm comfortable with Colorado going back to Darcy Kemper here. I think he deserves another chance to right the wrongs from the last game, and they still have an opportunity here. You go and win a road game, and you've got complete control of this series going back to Colorado for game five and a chance to win the Cup. So if I'm the Avs, I still feel really good, and just as I was coming on with you guys too, you mentioned the injuries. Uh, some breaking news, just to add some more intrigue to tonight's game it does look like Nazem Kadri is going to put the cape on and make a heroic performance uh, tonight and appear in this game number four for Colorado I don't know what his role is going to look like if they want to play him in a bit of a bottom six role ease him into the lineup but he is taking warm-up and it looks like Nazem Kadri is going to be in the lineup for Colorado tonight so Jake when we look at this uh, on the over plus money on the over in in this one are we are we falling victim, do you think, a little bit to what we've seen in the first games? Or do you just believe that both of these teams have the firepower needed in order to get this thing to, you know, whatever, like push it best, right? I mean, we're, we're, we want to be free rolling by midway through the third period at least. Yeah, I think I'm totally with Kelly, and me and Kelly were actually texting a little bit today about the over. I, I just, the, the way I look at this game, I think Tampa can score on Colorado, and they pr they proved that in the last game. I mean, they scored six goals on the abs, and if the abs do have a weakness, it's between the pipes. So I think they proved they can score. We know the abs can score. I mean, the abs can score on anybody, even as good as Tampa is at blocking shots and as great of a goaltender as they have in Vasilevsky. They've proven to me through three games that they can score. Tampa is fine playing the 2-1-3-2 game. I just don't know if Colorado can play like that. So Tampa might just have no choice but to get into these slugfests with Colorado, play a high-scoring game. I think if they're going to give us a flat six, we go ahead and take it with the plus money. If you want to play it a little safer, guys, I have seen some over five and a halfs floating around there at like minus 120, minus 125 for the over. So if you want to lay a little bit of juice with it, uh, you know, just in case it's a 4-2 final, something like that, then you're going to cash your bet. So uh, up to you how you want to play that but over five and a half over six i think we see some goals again in tonight's game i'm in <laughs> he's, he's i'm in, in. Oh, there you go hey, over plus one where we're let's do it uh, we're, we're loving over come on okay. of course right? goals and sogs baby goals, goals and sogs all of it uh, and while we're actually while we were sitting here while you were just talking jake at, at least where our one book where, where our studio is at the south point here in uh, in las vegas uh, over now flipped a uh, juice to juice to minus 115 at this point most books still you can get plus money there but a little late over action coming in here as far as some of the props you're looking at uh, and i'd imagine too we talk goals we talk sogs who are you looking to target here on the shots on goal market tonight yeah, it's, it's been tricky because there's been so much lineup confusion, right? You talk about the injuries, and we didn't know if Braden Point was going to play. We do now know that he won't play for Tampa tonight. We were unsure about Nazem Kadri. Uh, Nick Paul on the Tampa side of things, he was banged up. Nikita Kucherov got banged up late in the last game as well. So the coaches aren't going to give us anything really ever, especially this time of the year in the Stanley Cup final. But I think there's a couple safer plays that you can go with here in the SOG department. I love Miko Rantanen at over two and a half SOG, so you can get that around minus 150 if you want the plus money you can go for the over three and a half i've seen it around plus 130 plus 140 if you're comfortable laying an, an extra shot there with miko Rantanen to get that plus money and on the tampa side of things anthony sorelli he has just been playing a huge role for tampa no matter who is in the lineup and they just continue to lay it at, at one and a half over one and a half sogs he's never been a huge sog guy but he's turned that around in the postseason and, and he's become a guy that's really pushing the pace offensively so those are two of the safer plays for me now we're seeing some lineup combinations come out uh, with pregame skates, so maybe you can sneak in a couple of late ones. And Nazem Kadri's throwing a wrench into all of this, guys. I'm not sure what his role is going to look like, but if I'm guessing, I think they're going to ease him in tonight. 
Jake, I know we've seen some some major comebacks in series in, in hockey. It's unlike basketball and it's unlike some of these other sports and everything. A little bit more variance can, can certainly do that. But does this feel like a must win for the Lightning, in your opinion? Because if they go down 3-1, then the game, game five heads back to Colorado. D- do you feel like if, if they don't get it done tonight that this thing is over? It, it, to me, if Tampa loses this game, Colorado is going to win the Stanley Cup, whether that's on Friday night and, and they and they get it done in five games. I could see them winning on the road in game six in Tampa, and then they've got that game seven just in case in their back pocket, which would also take place at Ball Arena. To me, it, it's just so hard in my mind to see Tampa winning twice in Colorado. So if they if they lose tonight, that's the task that, that they're going to have in front of them is winning twice in Colorado. I could see Tampa winning once in Colorado. I, you know, I could see... Vasilevsky having a a big performance, the power play coming up. There's a path to victory there for Tampa. Twice, I think, is just asking too much. So, yes, I would say tonight is an absolute must win to hold serve for Tampa. Put the pressure back on Colorado, a situation they've never really felt before. You know, if it's 2-2 going back home, sure, you still have home ice advantage, but the pressure starts to get cranked up a little bit. Like, okay, we had a 2-0 lead. Now it's 2-2. Tampa puts the pressure back on them. So this is just a massive game tonight, guys. I I can't wait to to sit down and watch this thing and and see how it all plays out. Again, give him a follow. Jay Han 4 on the Twitter machine, SiriusXM, NA. NHL radio host. Find him on the Mayo Media Network as well. Uh, Kelly Bidlin, our producer, Jake, just sent me a, a DM link to an article. Apparently, the beaver tails have a have a poutine a poutine beaver tail now. That's a thing. We'll, we'll put poutine on anything up here, yes. like I'm so, no, no matter what. I'm surprised there's not a poutine flavored chip at this right. point. There probably is, to be completely honest. Put, all right, I need that They're poutine wrong. beaver tail as soon. Like literally, I will land at the airport. I will clear customs. There and you I go. will go straight for the poutine beaver tail when I'm there. Uh, Jake, always a pleasure, man. Thanks, thanks so much for coming on again. Over over six here, ranting over two and a half sogs. Sorelli over one and a half sogs. Thank you as always, sir, for the for the bets and uh, best of luck tonight. Yeah, great talking to you, boys. Enjoy the game, and I'll, I'll talk to you again soon. Have fun in Montreal. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, sir. I will. And I'll have a better experience than Matt Brown. I'm, I'm willing to willing to lay a big price on that. Ruffles has poutine-flavored chips. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm looking at a donut right now with french fries and gravy. It was like it was a of, life-changing experience. The, the, I would so try right The now. taste of crispy hot fries smothered in gravy and topped with melted cheese-inspired Ruffles poutine-flavored mm. potato chips. Mm. Can we get those in America? Uh, I'm going to guess. I'm going to go out on a limb and say no because none of us have ever seen these. So I'm just going to say. Yeah, but you ever like you ever go down the cereal or chips aisle and you're just like, why are there so many options? Like, there's way too many. No, add one more. Add one more. Come on. I don't. Uh, There has been another run. Homer hit by Ole Miss, so they've tied it up one-one. Bottom three again. Arkansas has to beat Ole Miss twice in back-to-back games, whereas Ole Miss just has to win once over the next two nights to go to the College World Series national. Final. All right. When we return, we'll talk some prop watch, talking Stanley Cup final as we go into hour number two here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 